Hello everyone, welcome to Direct Den, where we discuss various life topics. My name is Gori Dean, aka Gorex, and joining me today is Tommy Dean. Hello, my name is Tommy Dean. I'm his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and today we're gonna be talking about a few things. We're gonna be talking about procrastination, what it is, uh, what are the signs, what are the root causes the impacts on our lives, the impacts on the decisions we make, how we identify and stop it, because really we want to be able to at least take some things away here. Okay, so why did it take you so long to do this podcast? Yes. Um, I, we wanted to start with procrastination because of really what, what you asked. Um, it, took, it took me so long to start Rex Den and all of the attributes of procrastination really is what, what, what came into play. So my ability to, to identify that I need to really focus on what the vision of the podcast is rather than micro-focusing or, or, or over-indexing on the tasks and activities that I needed to do. Um, if we look at the, the written or documented definition of procrastination, we find that it is putting things off intentionally and habitually. And, and that's really key. It's and habitually. Once in a while, we'll put things off. But I found that I habitually put the activities and the steps and the processes I needed to do to start Rex then. So, do you think procrastination is the same thing as laziness? Because people mix that up a lot. Yes. Mm -hmm. N yes, they, people do mix it up. But no, procrastination is not laziness. I always like to look at the definitions and then we kind of layer in our, our thoughts, uh, our thoughts and, and, and opinions. You know, laziness is the quality of being unwilling to do work or use energy. So, you know, some of the some of the other words that have been used in place of laziness is uh, a sloth. You know, you're lethargic. The person just likes idleness. Now, procrastination is is putting things away, and when we get to identifying the signs of procrastination, we start to see that. In fact, we actually pick up other things to do in place of doing the things that we need to do, doing the things we're procrastination, procrastinating um, on. So it, it really tells us that we are not lazy, but we're just, for some reason, don't want to do a particular activity or task, but instead we go pick up something else to do. Another thing I want to touch on or some other mi misuse of procrastination is deprioritization. Procrastination is not deprioritization. In fact, prioritizing and reprioritizing and deprioritizing activities is really what makes us productive. If I plan to do task A and as I right size and weigh a tax B that's supposed to come next to it, I could decide to do B instead of instead of, um, of, of task A. 
so wouldn't it be the same? Because to me, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I'm about to do this, but I'm prioritizing something else. So if we actually prioritize it ahead of time, wouldn't it be relation into what it really means as putting something to another period of time? Like pushing things away. Uh, you you touch on an, an, on a blurred line. So procrastination is is really putting stuff away. You're not doing that task. Prioritizing and deprioritizing is is resequencing tasks, so that you know that a a particular task is better served to come after than before. So for instance. If I had decided that today I'm going to walk out when I wake up, okay, and I said to myself last night, I'm going to walk out first thing in the morning. It will be the first activity I embark on. But when I woke up, I found out that I did not have a good enough dinner to give me the activity, sorry, to give me the energy for the activity. So then I prioritize a very light breakfast that will fuel me to still do that task. So I did not procrastinate working out, but I prioritize making breakfast so that I can do my workout productively. But if I decided to work out and I woke up and then I said, you know what? My neighbor just got back from an international trip. Let me go. Let me go chat with him is I see him on the driveway right now and we stayed out there talking for two hours it didn't have anything to do it doesn't advance the the goal I set for myself to work out I had just procrastinated working out okay so you talked about habitual procrastination what are the like what are the signs of that it's, it's important to know the signs because if, if we do really don't know the signs of habitual procrastination, then we can't really do anything about it, can we? So the first thing I, I mentioned as, as we talked earlier, we, we find trivial activities that do not relate to the main task that we're procrastinating. procrastinating. So in my earlier example, going to speak to my neighbor that just returned from a travel to just find out how much fun he had in in no way advanced my objective of going to work out right so so that's the first sign and and this is not to be confused with as we discussed earlier deprioritization we find a reason to do other things right the second sign is we leave things to the last minute we find that we leave things to the last minute. I'm very, very guilty of that. And, and I think majority of the leaders, uh, sorry, yeah, majority of the folks listening that work in corporate, in the corporate world would, would relate to this. There's a, there's a phrase we use in, in, at work, everywhere I've worked. This individual works well under pressure. So that's the story we tell ourselves to justify pushing tasks to the last minute and creating pressure. I argue that nobody works well under pressure. 
we can get things done when there is pressure, but we really do not work well under pressure. And I'll give you an example. If I'm allotted 10 hours to do a particular task and I procrastinate and procrastinate habitually and for nine hours I did not do the task, I didn't even start it. But in the last one hour, pressure's on, deadline cannot be missed, I got things done, yay. But did I work well under pressure? Because if I had paced myself, I can guarantee that I will do an even better job at that, at that work. When we start to talk about this, the effect of procrastination, we put ourselves under undue stress by doing that as well. So those are some of the signs, and we're going to talk a little bit about the impact. Um, for me, it's a little bit different because I'm in school, so um, I have a certain amount of assignments that I need to complete um, and at this time. So what I actually do is how I manage that is I take like little bits of it and I complete some in like sections. Mm -hmm. So I think that's how I've been going through it. And for me on procrastination, it's not like I'm getting this done at 11.59. It's kind of like I'm getting it done on this day. So it's not about the about me leaving things to the last minute. It's just me um, finding the time to do what you said, things that give us pleasure instead of me doing it right when I get that assignment. So I kind of relate to what you said, but um, I want to give the aspect of it in, let's say, school terms. Yes, and I think you're right. So, so a way to combat it is what you've described, right? And, and to, to, to the listeners also, find what works for you. You know, what you've described, uh, Tommy, is you, you break it up into different chunks so that at least you can still do some things. I think you use the word pleasurable, but, but have some downtime. And, you know, I alluded earlier to the fact that one of the effects of procrastination is stress. We put undue stress on ourselves. But what you've done in your case is you've, you've, you've built in time to de-stress as you go through that activity. So it doesn't get really stressful, it doesn't get daunting. So that's actually a good way to manage uh, uh, to manage your workload um, um, without procrastinating and still not stressing yourself out. So what are the negative impacts of procrastination? Yeah, we, we talked about stress, right? Stress is one, one big one because when we put things off, and then there's a deadline. Um, it gets stressful. Now, what we procrastinate on are things that really need to get done, right? So that's one one. And then burnout. If we if we, you know, your example was perfect because you 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 created buckets of time that would help manage burnout. But but if you snowplow all of the work towards the end and you grind that out towards the end you, you find that you may you, you may burn out 
productivity, really. Um, when I said that nobody works well under pressure, we really don't. If we, if we unpack it, there will be room for improvement in the quality of work that's done during that period. So we, we start to see a lack of productivity or reduced productivity when we procrastinate. Now, attention to detail, that ties into, into productivity as well. But, but because we, we, we've shrunk the time, we start to miss some details here and there. And this is very important. And it should be important to all of you out there also listening to this podcast. We start to lose reliability. People will stop depending on us because we miss deadlines. Because the quality of our work is not would not be stellar and it starts to give you a brand or a reputation which may start to either affect your work affect your um your ability to 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 to, to be seen as responsible so i think that's important um that we don't let this become a brand or reputation because then it becomes really hard for us to shake. So I know we talked about the signs, but I want to know what are the main causes, like the main cause that makes us procrastinate? You know, the first thing I would say is, that we don't value time. We really feel we have a lot of time. And we really don't value it. And, and it's, it's funny because time is an irreplaceable commodity that once we lose it, it's gone forever. So a lack of respect of time is, I think, one of the... The, the, the main root cause of, of procrastinating. You know, people, folks will argue that time is the most expensive, most elusive, most valuable commodity in the universe, period. And it's limited and it's finite. So if, if, we, don't, if we don't value time in our minds, because time is valuable, whether we, we believe it or not, it is. But in our minds, if we don't value it, we, we start. That's when we feel we can pull things, pull things off. So it's just us thinking that we have enough time, but time never stops. So it keeps going, and then we lose track of time, and that's what starts yeah. bringing the procrastination to, into effect. Absolutely, and 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 it's funny because. Because it's so intangible, we can't see it, we can't touch it, we, we miss it. We miss the, the, the value of taking, taking advantage of the time we have and the moment we have to get things done. And um, one of my favorite quotes is by, by um, it says, what, what, what will be done eventually should be done immediately. It's, that's by Henry Kissinger and Jeremy Foley. And that's really important. If you're gonna, if if you have a deadline, and you have to get things done, then get to it. Just get to it. 
Yeah. Like one of the seven, they're called the habits. seven seven habits of highly effective children or people. Mm-hmm. What they talk about is first things first. Yes. That's what came to mind about that quote. Yeah. Um, so you asked the question, what are the causes? I said, you know, l- l- lack of respect for time. The, the, the second one is lack of discipline, but, but, but lack of self-discipline. See, this is all about self now, right? So lack of self-discipline, giving, the, the, the way I look at it is I give myself an order or an instruction, but I want to use a, a, a firmer word, order. You're going to work out in the morning tomorrow when you wake up. And I don't have the fortitude to follow through. It's a lack of self-discipline. And the irony of this is most of us that procrastinate, which is pretty much a lot of people, when we give instructions to other people, i.e. when we give orders to people, we expect them to do it. But when we give orders to ourselves, we don't have the self-discipline to follow through. Can that be because of either pride or maybe overthinking? Or Because I'm thinking, how, can, how does self-discipline truly affect our lives in the future? Um, I'd relate self-discipline also to taking responsibility. Which is one of the core, the core um, values of, of, of Rexden, really. Um, taking responsibility for for our actions, taking responsibility for for things we've promised other people, taking responsibility for things we we, we take on, knowing others depend on the outcome of what, what we're doing. It, it, it is is really the the key here because once, when we take that responsibility then we apply self-discipline we can get things done but but there's there's a third point i want to i want to touch on here that is a cause of it and i think this is actually very important thinking about why i procrastinated the lack of vision and meaning to what we're doing is also part of the reason we procrastinate. A lot of us go with the wind a lot, right? We don't really plan. We don't really think through what we want to do. So if we just say, well, I'm going to do this and something else comes up, go with the wind. I just go with it. But if we see the meaning, you know, Rex then is to discuss life matters that other people may 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 benefit from if i had started with that i assure you i would not have procrastinated this long but instead i was focusing on the task and activities oh i need a mic what software am i going to use for the podcast perhaps i'm going to go to best buy tomorrow so we want to rise above that and say, why are we doing this? So another example I use is waking up and working out. Maybe you need to work out to attain your weight loss goal. Or is it because of a health situation? 
if you are laser focused on the outcome and the vision, then the motivation will naturally come for us to do it rather than trying to focus on the task. So the main thing is how do we stop procrastination? See, in my line of work, when things go wrong, the first thing we want to do is is um, identify the pattern. Mm. We want to get to the root cause. So the first thing is identify the patterns. Once you see it, identify. Because if you don't, if you can't identify, then you can you can't really start to stop it, right? And it will be different for everybody. Right? How you procrastinate will be different from how I procrastinate. So it's got to be almost individualized and personal. Then set goals. You know, set goals so that way you don't focus on the detail to getting that task done, but the the meaning of the task. What does it mean? Is someone dependent on this to get a product out? Right. Um, you have a you have a you have an e-commerce shop, um, Tomijade Photos. If someone places an order and you need to review the order and release it for fulfillment, but you procrastinate, mm-hmm. you know that maybe someone is someone bought something on your website they want to give to their grandmother for a mm-hmm. birthday. That is being pushed out because you're procrastinating. You're focusing on oh, I get to releasing that order tomorrow morning. That's actually what makes me want to do it quickly. Because thinking of the customer yes. and um, what they view of me and my business, I really, um, I think that's very important to me, either to help me grow and all of that. Um, for me, I think there are many ways to stop procrastination. Like once you, like I said, once you first get the assignment, try and get it done, but I don't really do that myself. So. <laughs> I try and, like I said, I try and break things down into different days, but that's for school. So how is it for you and work? Um, someone, a mentor of mine told me, told me something a while back and I, and I would, I will not forget. In fact, he told me two things and I won't forget those two things. Um, don't let perfection get in the way of progress. Oftentimes we find ourselves in analysis paralysis. We want things to come out perfectly. So we keep going over details over and over. Again, like I said earlier, procrastination is not laziness. We want to get it done, but we fall into this cycle of it has to come out perfect. And that stops us from even starting. Right. And then the second bit, which is what you say you do, you break things up into little chunks which he said to me, make incremental gains. It's okay to make incremental gains, right? We, we want to make this big thing. We want to come out and say, yes, I'm done, rather than today I'm 25% done. It's okay. Let's start and continue to make incremental gains. And lastly, another thing I want to add to the process is, uh, sorry, to, to the mix is process. We are hyper-focused on the outcome sometimes that we don't really enjoy the journey to get there. So enjoy the process. 
to get to doing stuff. You want to, you, soon enough, you're going to be writing some exams and all, and all, right? We focus on exams are coming, exams are coming, rather than what is the process of having a good outcome in the exam? It is studying. How do I make that process enjoyable? Maybe I have flashcards and you can engage your brother and just make it fun, right? And that way, the journey of preparing for the exam is enjoyable. Hence, you'll be guaranteed a good outcome. Okay? <laughs> now, I think that brings us, that's, that's the end of all that we have to talk about. Um, to, to, the, to those listening uh, to this podcast and even to us, we, there's one thing that's important. We could listen to a lot of um, we listen to a lot of podcasts. A lot of us read books. A lot of us like to um, you know follow some some educational uh, videos on either YouTube or whatever your your video uh, channels are. But it's really the application of all of this knowledge we gain that that, that makes the difference. So um, stay curious. Ask questions. Take responsibility. Thanks for joining us here in the Rex Den. Thank you.